0: Hello! Hey! Welcome back to On The Go Joe. It has been a long while, but I finally found the motivation to sit down and do another episode. So, we're excited about that, and I hope you all come back and stay through to this episode. Today's episode is going to be another what's up, another life update, catching you up before we dive into some other taboo topics if you will um so yeah buckle up because it's been a little bit of a crazy last few months or a year and a half actually but we're just going to be focusing on the last mm, we'll say three months I think that's how long craziness has been so yeah so I actually moved back to my hometown. That has been interesting. And if you've been listening to my past episodes, you would know that my the last episode that I ended up doing was creating um, stability through change. And I kind of just went over three different types of like reactions that people could have through change. Um, and then I kind of put like a pros and cons list and like acknowledging your feelings and all of that while you're going through the change, because by acknowledging our feelings, it kind of brings us back down to the earth and it, it just makes us aware of things that are going on and that within itself will bring stability. So I kind of wanted to touch real quick to, um, I don't know, just to let you guys know how that when if I put that into practice while I was going through all of this change and if I'm being honest you girl lost sight of this stuff a little ways uh into all the craziness (laughs) so actually I was doing really well with this and then I don't know maybe like three weeks before I was to move back home I'm still working my job and uh, Things were just really crazy, really hectic. I felt like there were a thousand million things on my plate. Um, and, yep, there was, I felt no stability. It felt like everything under me was changing and moving at a million miles an hour while I was just standing still. And I just, and then in the town that I was, I had nobody. Like, I didn't have really a single friend Um. I had nobody to go to or nobody to just help remind me that things are going to be okay and just to finish strong, finish with honor, all these things, right? And so I'm, you know, losing, I'm losing it. I am full-fledged freaked out internally and mentally and I just, I'm not sure that I've ever felt so alone in my entire life and that's kind of, you know, that's a little bit big so, I had done tons of pros and cons lists. That is one thing I'm always good at. I am a master at pros and cons. I'm constantly doing them in my in my little head as I make decisions and things throughout the day. But I definitely was filled with anxiety and uncertainty and that was one of the types that we react when things change and when um, we're needing stability. So, I'll kind of re-go over. So, we, You can get anxiety and uncertainty, or you can reorientate yourself, and you can explore new ways to align to the change, or you can recommit and accept to what is changing. Or you can fall into anxiety and freak out about the things that are uncertain. And that's what I did, even though I just talked about it and did an entire episode on that um but I mean it is a hard thing to master and we're not going to be perfect every time and I wasn't you know like really upset at myself for falling into that because I am only human and it just was a crazy place that I was in in life um but towards the end my last few days of work were um interesting. I love the company. I love the people but I, it just wasn't the time for me and um, it kind of just felt like everything collapsed all at once and like all of a sudden I know I feel even more alone and I have like three more days left to work. So I go home and I just like cried a little bit then I went on a run and right then and there I had to decide I just have to commit to acting in an honorable way. I have to commit to showing up. I have to commit to giving my best and that means throwing anxiety out the door. Goodbye. Bye. That's what I had to do and it was something that I had to do Every single day and sometimes every single hour and sometimes every other minute I had to recommit myself. I had to remember that um, I'm showing up not only for myself but for other people and to just finish out strong, right? Like we never want to just do things half-heartedly. So that was a little bit crazy and that was a kind of like a real vague wrap up of how things went in the last place that I was living. And so if we go back like months, months ago, all the way back to May of 2023 of this year, I got a hive. Yeah, it started out singular. There was just one hive on my pants, like on the waist where the pants kind of go. And um, it was the day after my birthday. And I remember just thinking like, dying. I must've ate too much like cheese or something. Like I just thought that I had like bloated and my pants were a little tight and they were high-waisted and I was looking snatched, but maybe a little bit too snatched for the jeans. And so that was kind of, I forgot about it or I moved on and I get back to where I was living, where I was working this job in this beautiful like city it's like triple the size of my hometown. That was a big transition in of itself. But um, lo and behold, I just start getting hives everywhere. Like on my back, on my um, chest, my stomach, on my upper and lower legs, um, and then on my face and like all over my arms. Not sure that I said arms yet, but literally head to toe. And I I, st- I start freaking out. I kind of, I kept it to myself for a little while and then it just kept getting worse. And so then I finally started like showing people, like I started snapping my boyfriend um, in some of the places that the hives were showing up. I started um, telling some of my friends, like my friend Lacey, I remember I, I was calling and just kind of like, you know, freaking out, like what's, what the heck is wrong? And then I thought like, oh my gosh, I must have bedbugs. That's that's what it is. And right, how embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. So I don't, I stop. There's not a peep out of my mouth about these hives anymore because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's bedbugs. Like I'm freaking out. And so I kind of just go about it and I'm like, I'm like, I have to completely rid my closet and I flipped up my mattress like so that I could look through the seam and then I'm like of course it's black underneath I'm freaking out because of that and so I wait till night I turn off all the lights and it's like you know three in the morning and I turn on my phone flashlight and I'm like going through the seams but meanwhile I'm like freaking out and I'm like because I didn't I didn't want my hand to have to touch a bug because I'm not a bug girl Uh and I nope and so I am like just terrified like running my finger along the edge of my entire mattress but I like didn't see anything so then I i am freaking out even more and I'm like they must not be coming from my mattress they must be coming from my couch and I don't know what to do so I go to bed and I wake up with like a ton of hives like head to toe on my body and it kind of just kept progressing and so about a month later of me literally thinking I had bed bugs at this point I had called my mom and said, Mom. I don't know what to do. I'm pretty sure I had bed bugs. I'm waking up with bites every morning and it's itchy. They're inflamed and they're red and I'm scared. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, it first happened at dad's, but he hasn't mentioned anything. And like, I'm just, you know, I'm just shaken. And so I finally called my apartment and I was terrified to be like, yeah, I noticed this a month ago. Cause I didn't know if if then like i was going to be liable for waiting for so long or something. So this dude comes and he's real nice and he checks it out and he's like literally yeah no sign of of any bugs at all and i'm like huh? I'm kind of upset, a little agitated cuz i just wanted an answer. Like i obviously didn't want bed bugs, but i did just want an answer to why i was having hives. Hello? Oh. Okay. Sorry. I could have swore I heard someone walking into my uh, home. Uh, Anyway, so this whole thing continues and I'm mildly freaking out. So I start calling doctors and all these things and I have a ton of friends back home who go to this natural path. So I finally decide to go, knowing that it's going to be an arm and a leg, to go to this dude. But I cave and I go anyway. It's about an hour and a half to two hours drive for me. So I go and I'm sitting down with this guy and he's a chiropractor. So he like adjusts me and it was nice and all those things. And then he's like, lay down, extend your arm. And I'm like, okay. And mind you, this is real woo woo. Like I was sitting there and I'm like, this isn't real. Like this guy is stealing my money, being all woo woo and just getting away with it I'm like and I fell victim to this I'm like getting annoyed as I'm laying down and he I'm extending my arm and he just does the alphabet he's like a b c as he's like pushing down on my arm and I'm like yeah right dude like get out of here like I'm getting all annoyed and I don't know what I expected but I it wasn't that and he like stopped on certain alphabet or like certain letters and one of them this I'll tell you the one that made me believe that this guy isn't full of crap is he got to T and he was like are you having an issue with your tooth and I I hesitated and I said um no and he was like why'd you hesitate and I had said well I'm having an issue with like an area in my gum and I didn't know whether or not that would apply to tooth and he goes oh absolutely and so he he had said what's going on and so I kind of explained and I'll, I'll share now years ago like years I was eating popcorn I'm a popcorn lover and I got a kernel stuck in my gum and I knew immediately and I couldn't get that little sucker out and so like a week or so had gone by or whatever and I had to actually go to the dentist and I told my dentist I said I have the popcorn kernel stuck in my gum And he said, honey, there's no popcorn kernel stuck in your gum. And I said, okay, well, whatever it is, get it out, please. So I lay down and they cut it out. Like they literally had to cut my gum open and then he like pulled it out with a a tweezer. And yeah, it was a popcorn kernel. And he was shocked and I was not. But he said, you'll be good. Like you're good to go. And so I go and... Well now there's a gap right where they had to cut that little thing out and it hasn't been a problem up until this year which I don't know why because I got it cut out like years ago and um, so now I'm constantly getting like things stuck in it and it's extremely annoying. It causes me like gum aches and just it's really frustrating. And so I explained all of that to him and he said you're going to take this pill Like two times a day and then you're gonna swish this thing around in your mouth and then you're gonna swallow it. And I was like, Excuse you, you want me to swallow this after I just swish it around in my mouth for however long? And he was like, I know gross, but trust me. And he said, You do that and you'll be healed. I said, Okay. So he I get done with this natural path, he does the whole ABC, whatever, he figures out some other things. Um, and it actually, you know, I walked away kind of believing the dude. I do believe, like, it was crazy, actually, but I could do a whole other episode on that. It was just insane. It blew me away. I, I drove away and I called about 20 different people because I was like, listen to what just happened to me. It was quite insane. So anyway, testimony of that, I can't give one because I I don't have the memory to be able to remember to do things every single day. But I think I found them in my recent move and so I'm going to try to pick that up again and try. I will say while I was doing it consistently, I genuinely don't think I was getting things stuck in there as often, but I also could just be making that up. So anyway, hives, hives, hives. It didn't really help with the hives because as I just said, I there's no there's, the testimony is not quite finished with that. I did not follow through on the tr- treatment, so whatever. But he essentially did say, it's me. That's like, I'm not allergic to anything. It's just me. And I said, okay, you're woo woo, like whatever. So I end up having to see a specialist because my eyes were getting lumpy and swollen and it looked nasty. Like it looked like my eyes were popcorn. My lip swelled up larger than Kim Kardashian could ever dream of having her lips. Like it was... <laughs> it literally looked like a botched, um, injection. It was horrid. And I had to go to work this morning and I'm embarrassed. I show up to work to, with one of my coworkers and I just like, I had my hand over my mouth and I was like, look, and I'm like trying not to cry. And she's just the sweetest woman ever. And you know, whatever. So I go on with the day and all of a sudden uh, my throat starts closing. I'm like I felt it. So I was like, you know, I'm going to eat a sandwich, drink some water, see if it's really closing. Yep. I couldn't get the food down. I kind of start panicking. So I called my, my boss at the time, or I like texted her or something. I basically was like, I got to go to the ER. I, my throat's closing. So she's like, yeah, absolutely. So I, I take off, I make sure that my employees are good. And I get into my car and I crank she thinks my tractor's sexy and I roll my windows down I open up my sunroof and I just waltz on over to the yard and I'm I'm busting out of tune because I'm like I have to I have to be positive I have to stay in a good mood I am not going in there panicked so that's exactly what I did and it ended up being fine but after that I went to a specialist and the specialist, um, was great. And he said, basically what this naturopath said is that I am allergic to myself. Thankfully, by the grace of God, it wasn't tuna, my cat. I thought I was allergic to my cat as did everyone else. Um, that would have sucked for me because I would have just dealt with these hives for the rest of my life. um, because I got Tuna when she had just turned one. So I got her with the intent of like, I'm going to have her for the rest of my life. Like, you know, she's she's here for good. And if she was causing me hives in my throat to close up, I would have just had to deal with that. I would have gotten an EpiPen. I actually was supposed to grab one like they prescribed me one. But I never made it that far to going to get it because to... there's no excuse. I just didn't do it. Anyway, so now the hives, now that I moved back and I'm not working that job anymore, they're good. They're good. They're not great, but they're good. They're not as crazy. This doctor, the specialist, he wanted me to be taking a certain medication for that too, and I'm supposed to be having a follow-up with him in November, and um, I'm feeling like I'm gonna have to cancel because I have not been doing what I was prescribed but they're good. So it's actually probably fine. So anyway, I'm, I'm home now and it's as what you would expect. You know, I don't have, I really don't have friends. Like I have a really good friend, but she moved town. It's not far. It's like 30 minutes away, but it's like, you know, we both have our own lives and things are busy. And so we, we go a long time without talking and then we'll talk, you know, and it's fine. Like, I love it. There's no expectations there. It's actually great. Um, and then I've got like another friend who I hang out with every once in a while, but we're also like busy and are just like, our like you can be busy and still hang out with people, but it's like, we're the busies where she's busy when I'm not, and I'm busy when she's not. And so our schedules just never mix, but it's great when they do. So, so I mean, yeah, I'm working and it's fun and I have a cute little place and it's fun and yeah. Uh that's all, about all I got to say to that. But since being home, a lot of restoration has happened and it's been wonderful, it's been scary, it's been terrifying. And we'll kind of backtrack. So I had this friend, we've been friends for years and years, and just some falling outs had happened on both of our ends and we had recently just reconnected and it healed a lot for both of us and it was marvelous and I think we just both had to kind of pause and recognize that there's power in differences. She is the complete opposite of me and I of her and sometimes that can be a little bit tricky when you're in a close friendship and so this girlfriend and I we had come to that realization in while we were reconnecting and just when you work together in your differences it creates a beautiful diversity and then within that diversity there's power and so I'm not to shut down any part of me or dissociate any part of me and neither is she. And so if we can come together authentically and in our full selves unapologetically and still work together and respect and hear each other out and bring support to one another, it's one of the most powerful things you can do as in a friendship, in a relationship, in a family. And so that's what we learned. and. It's been great reconnecting with her and just being friends again. It's been really fun. Another one, uh, since moving back, we, you know, just we grew apart. We had different um, situations come up and things like that. And since I've moved back, we've been hanging out a ton and it's just been a beautiful like testimony of how you can grow apart but then come back together and it's like nothing really happened and you can take a lot out of that or you cannot and we both have chosen to take a lot out of it and to learn from each other and to grow from that experience and from each other and how we've each grown. I feel like I'm always learning something or um, gaining such beautiful insight from her and that's fun. And then the most recent one, um, we'd actually got more connected while I was living in this other town that I just moved from, but I had met her through um, in my hometown. Um, But I had always felt really connected to her. I really liked her, um, really enjoyed her whenever she would pop in. Um, And then we got a bit closer while I was in this other town, and um, just before I was about to move, things got a little hectic, and we both were just real, we were really going through it, I think is fair to speak for both of us on that, and just with that, you know, you can become really emotional, and I fell subject to that, and I just... You know, and so I think we both just needed time. And so within that time, we've been able to process and forget about it. And our season of life has definitely calmed down, mine in particular. And so anyway, we just connected this last weekend and that was really good and it felt really nice to, for me to be able to apologize for things and to just... I don't know, make it known that I care and that they're very important to me. And so regardless of how that was going to be received, that was my main point in going and my main point of like message and it was received and it was like to me too. And so that felt really good, just knowing that she feels connected to me and I to her. And so we've, gotten over it and I just this season has been a wonderful season of restoration and it's scary it's really scary like I was terrified to meet with her all of these women that I've brought up I'm you know it's like scary to have a falling out with somebody or to grow apart from somebody and to all of a sudden not and to just you know get over it or to talk it through or to just apologize and to humble humble yourself and say like wow what an idiot I was like I am I'm so sorry that I responded that way or whatever what have you whatever it was um oh sorry um Facebook just went off so anyway all that to say moving back home has it's been what it is and i'm thankful that i moved back um for this time whatever it will be um and yeah so one of the things that i had said to my friend this last weekend um i had heard it from someone so like i don't i don't know who said it or whatever but what i had heard is that if you don't like forgive somebody so if you're not forgiving somebody it's like you're holding on to a hot coal and you're actually just burning yourself and not them. Tuna. Tuna just walked all over my iPad. <laughs> um. Anyway, but that saying has always really stuck with me. And I guess it kind of goes hand in hand with those situations and uh, people that I was talking about. That if I could have chose to hold a grudge or to let things never simmer out but I would have just only been hurting myself. And you don't want to do that. (laughs) I don't know. I've been talking for too long, but that's just a really powerful saying. And so I think it's just better to live in forgiveness and to forgive people quickly while you can in a healthy way. Um, So yeah, so that's my message. That's my what's up, what's been going on. So we're still working on creating stability because things are always changing. Things, people are always moving um, to one thing or the other and it's just, it's better to create those practices of creating stability within your own mind and within your own health and so that's something I'm still practicing and will always be practicing. So anyway, until the next episode, I'm excited to record some more, I have a few ideas in my head i've wanted to talk about aliens a few times. I have some people who would love for me to have another special guest on to talk about uh demons. I guess there's no really there's really no way around it because he has some crazy personal um, experiences with those suckers so that's an episode I have some people want me to talk about fashion just don't even get me on that because I am I know somebody who did the color analysis thing and it's made me mad ever since because now I want to do it and I know that she got the color that I would want it's my entire wardrobe so and I know that I would get like a winter or spring and that ain't I don't I don't own a single thing in that color palette so anyway but I could I could riddle you with that um so yeah so anyway those are some things you could expect or not expect I don't who knows what I'm gonna want to talk about next time I'm on so anyway thank you for tuning in and you can always look up the podcast on social medias I do have Facebook and Instagram for on the go Joe so be sure to do that and yeah This is Joe and I gotta go. Bye.